Platte River Radio presents High School Wrestling, brought to you by Trampy Egg, Elman, Maine, Kostler Cottle, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Matt Pulaski State Farm Agent, Lorraine Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solution, Town and Country Bank, Aurora Co-op, Family Physical Therapy, and Gillespie Ag. He takes him over to his back. He gets a two count. They're so tough, and Kluthi's one of them, and he has thrown him to his back. back for the fall. In 3-11, Garrett Kluthi of Ord has become a four-time conference champion for the Ord Chanticleers. The state's best wrestlers have advanced to today's semifinal round and are one victory away from the walk and the parade of champions. It's the state semifinals coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. Let's take you live to the CHI Center in Omaha with sports director Doug Duda. And good morning, everyone, from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. It's day two of four of the Nebraska State High School 2021 Wrestling Championships. Like everything over the last year, a little bit different, but, boy, pretty familiar as well. I mean, it is wrestling. It's just split up a little bit more. We had a little bit of excitement yesterday, maybe more so in Class D than we did in Class A, but Class A is up first here, and we have still plenty of wrestlers for Kearney and Grand Island that we will be covering here in our semifinal and wrestleback rounds this morning. We'll talk more about it when we return here on ESPN Radio. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. We'll be going here in just moments, but I want to welcome in Colin Pfeiffer. He's going to help me out today as we take a look at what's going on here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Of course, he is the czar of track wrestling when it comes to our area, and he's a high school wrestling official, and he's with NE Wrestle right now, which uh, I remember when we first started uh, covering wrestling. Uh, it was pen- it was like fantasy football, folks. It was pencil and paper, and you really, really, really had to work. But now, as social media has grown and there's more outlets, uh, there's some great opportunities out there. Colin, thanks for helping me out, man. Good morning. Yeah, uh, glad to be here. Uh, calling a wrestling tournament on the radio. Uh, live has kind of always been 
kind of always been my dream, so it's kind of a dream come, come true for me today. Well, I'll try not to disappoint you. <laughs> We're going to get underway here, and while we get these early matches underway here at 106, there are no wrestlers from our area, but I want you to tell the folks a little bit about uh, what you're doing with Eddie Wrestle. You guys are here, and um, I follow you along on Facebook, but it's Twitter, it's all out there, and it's really consolidated a lot of the, the wrestling information. Yeah, so anywrestle.com, uh, a, a guy uh, by the name of Rob Sanders came to uh, me and another one of my buddies, Drew Kassler um, from Ord, um, a few years ago and, and came with us this came at us with this idea um, to kind of build a wrestling website um, to get some information out to, some, to the people um, in the state of Nebraska. You know, at the time, there was really the only one main wrestling news feed outlet and that was Husker Matt um, and and Husker Matt does a great job it's a one guy operation uh, what, what's kind of nice about us at any wrestle is, is each one of us um, have our own class that we focus on so I focus on class D um, we got Cody Manquist who does class A Drew Kassler does class C and then Riley Spots is helping us with class B this year and and our our any wrestle website um, we're kind of a, a, a sister website or, or whatever you want to call it from IA Russell. Um, IA Russell has done a, a fantastic job. Those guys have kind of backed us the whole way um, in, in building our product, and, and we're, we're putting together what we feel is a pretty good product. So it, it, it's really exciting to be able to provide something like that to the wrestling community. Yeah, if you want to look at rankings, you want to look at uh, who's going for four times, and we only have one this year from Scott's Bluff, some that are going for three times, some of the matches to watch. Plus, they put up a ton of interviews and videos of matches. So check that out as well, uh, whether you're going to Twitter, whether you're going to Facebook, whether you're going to any of their outlets. Yeah, it, uh, it all started with uh, Mikey Carnes at NWI, Husker Matt with Ross, and he's still part of this whole uh, organization. Of course, we had Ross on the Doug and Daddy show last week and part of the wrestling rally for a number of years and let's just uh, get into some of the activities here as we said coming up first at 113 will be Juan Pedro of Grand Island in the consolations and Archer Heelan of Carney will be in the championships but what'd you think about day one yesterday uh, I, I talked to a lot of people last night uh, class a yesterday morning was was kind of blah a little bit I guess from an atmosphere standpoint of course you don't really notice that in normal years class a there's only 31 schools this year um, so, so there's not as many schools represented down here. The fans, you know, there's not as many fans obviously as well. And, and you walked back in here last night for the class D session and, and it felt like the state wrestling tournament and, and on a normal year, that's probably why class A and D doesn't really separate from class BC is because the AD fans are together and, and the, the class D fans are the, the more crazy ones the more passionate probably about wrestling and, and the average class D fan is going to come watch where the class A is. At Class A is, is probably just a lot of parents. Um, I, I thought the Class D atmosphere last night, and it could have something to do with there was a lot of upsets in Class D, but the Class D atmosphere last night was 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 pretty electric in here. Um, obviously, Ron Higdon at the NSAA has done a great job of, of creating the atmosphere down here and, and hyping things up a little bit more every year, and he's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, the, the the wrestling community in Nebraska is really lucky that we have Ron leading leading the show. And one other thing we we point out we we uh, had the six mats yesterday. I mean, usually you've got ten mats down there. You've got two classes going. Of course, like to, on a Friday night, you'd have down to the uh, eight mats and, and everybody. 
we've got four mats going. There's not going to be as much ooing and aahing out there because you just don't have as much uh, and in crowd interaction because you don't have as many things going on where right. you're going, oh, what happened on mat seven? What's going on on mat two? You've only got the four mats out there. That doesn't mean you're not going to have some excitement. You're just not going to have it all going on at the same time. Right, right, absolutely. We are going to be bringing you a coverage of what's going on here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Uh, Class D will get going uh, this afternoon at 1 while we have just a couple of moments, though. Colin, obviously, that's where we made some of our bread and butter when Amherst was in Class D for a long, long time. Now that they're not in Class D, they're back in Class C here for the last couple of years. Not really a overly strong program from right in our listening area in Class D. We have a lot of the Fort Kearney Conference teams, a lot of the area teams. In fact, some of these guys had only brought one or two have them in the semifinals, Saucita from Shelton and Pulaski uh, from Pleasanton, and we can go down the list here. But uh, Ansley Litchfield maybe was kind of the strongest, and they only brought four guys down here, although they are all four still alive. Yeah, yeah. around our listening area in Class D, th- there was some guys yesterday that, that got to places where maybe they weren't expected to. You mentioned the Saucita kid. He's a, he's a younger brother. His older brother's been here. He's underweight still at 106. I mean, I, he's probably he's probably going to be at 106 again next year. And and right now you're looking at it. He's the predicted favorite next year at 106 <laughs> already. And, and I mean, we haven't even we haven't even finished up his freshman year. You know, Brennan Hall from SEM gets a headlock yesterday and, and pins the number two ranked kid in the in the quarterfinals. And I looked at his bracket this morning and. I didn't realize the guy in the other quarter got upset. SEM has a has a real shot to have a state finalist down here. And, and, and Ansley Litchfield, the Slingsby kid at, at 182, he's probably going to be a favorite this afternoon in in his semifinal match. And and Earhart, of course, is going to get Connor Schutz, who they've already met. And and Connor Schutz is kind of a different animal in Class D wrestling. We just uh, had one of the quickest pins you will ever see in a state semifinal. Brandon Bostard of Lincoln East, who has kind of been the arch uh, nemesis of both uh, Juan Pedro and Archer Helan, just got a pin in less than 20 seconds to advance on to the finals over Jacob Calvin, uh, Campbell of Papillion La Vista. So, wow. You don't see that very often in the semifinals. No, in the semifinals, you do not see that very often. But uh, Bowser is is an elite talent, and and I would be surprised if he's not wrestling for a D1 program in in the next two years. There seem to be a few more kids that are going D1 out of Nebraska the last couple of years, and whether they'll be flourishing or not. I mean, we've got some kids that are committed to Nebraska, Virginia. You know this a little bit more than I do, but uh, it seems like Class A, uh, as we get down to the Metro kids uh, have a few that are already committed. Yeah, Millard South got got I believe six guys right now on their lineup committed to go to D1 schools. You got Coyle, Caleb Coyle at 120, who's going to Oregon State. Connor Kanopic at 26 is headed to Iowa State. Uh, Scott Roverson, their 152, is is already committed to wrestle for Nebraska. Antrell Taylor has already committed to wrestle for Nebraska, and and they got some more guys in their lineup you know a joel adams is probably d1 caliber you got nick hamilton at papillion la vista that that is is an elite talent that he's going goes d1 and and the the level of, of high school wrestling in nebraska has really taken off the last the last few years and and as that's happened you've seen some guys start going some higher level places doug did along with colin pfeiffer getting ready for the uh, matchup between helen of carney and uh, 
by uh, of Columbus uh, in the championship match uh, as we talked yesterday. They have not met this year. Just kind of expect uh, with the uh, conference that uh, that that had happened. That has not happened. And so that match uh, coming up here in the semifinals about uh, a half minute away here from getting things underway in that match. So while that happens, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with some live coverage of the state semifinals here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top-notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. For a healthy home that's clean and fresh, yellow van does it best. When frozen pipes thaw, they can leave behind a real mess. The Yellow Van team of cleaners and restorers bring the right equipment to dry your home quickly and completely, making your home fresh and like new again. Tell your insurance provider you prefer Yellow Van Cleaning Services, and if you ask your neighbors, they'll tell you. One call does it all. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst wrestling team and coaches. Best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service is your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. With our producer engineer Grant Ty, Doug Duda, and Colin Pfeiffer here for the CHI Health Center in Omaha, where we are getting ready for our first of the uh, Tri-City wrestlers to take the mat today. Again, there's seven from Grand Island. There are five from Kearney. And for the Bearcats, it will be uh, Archer Helan, uh, the 29-4 and four junior, trying to uh, get something done here after finishing fifth the last two years, looking for his first run in the Parade of Champions. He's taking on 23-4 and four sophomore Adrian Bice, of Columbus Archer 29 and 4 on the season as they have just kind of tried to feel each other out here in the first 15 seconds of the match. Oh, Archer Archer put together a heck of a quarterfinal match yesterday beating Juan Pedro who who's kind of been his arch nemesis. They've been big rivals. They've went split back and forth matches. Archer Helan beat him 3 nothing and, and kind of controlled the whole match yesterday. So Helan's put together a good state tournament here. And as he attempts a low single there, kind of just dives under. So down on the knees and uh, Bice trying to lock up, maybe a headlock up top here and get him turned. No score in the first minute of the match. And, and it's kind of interesting. You alluded to it a little bit ago, but you would think Carney and Columbus, they would have they would have some history here, but these two have never wrestled. So, so it is kind of a feeling out period here for both wrestlers. Bice in a little bit better control right now, but they are on the edge of the mat here. Let's see if Helan can get a base and get a restart here as he circles out of bounds, and there will be the restart. Being an official, let's get this out of the way early on, too. Um, you got one group that's down here for the first two days and a different group. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's a big deal, although uh, sometimes they rotate them through when we're all here. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking to a couple of the guys last night, they said yesterday was a little rough. There, uh, there, uh, there's 14 crews down here. 
or 14 guys down here, seven crews. So they were seven crews on six mats yesterday. So and, and each session was about five hours. So they those guys didn't get much of a break. Archer Helan gets the first takedown in the match, takes a two nothing lead. Got a little inside trip there, and he leads it two to nothing with 15 seconds to go here in the first period over Bice of Columbus. Now he flattens him out. He's going to be able to ride him out here for the final few seconds. So he's going to have a 2 nothing lead at the end of the first period, a real methodical type of first period there maybe for both wrestlers. Yeah, and, and that takedown right at the end of the period with the ride out, that's, that's, a, big, that's a big takedown with short time there to, to give himself the 2 nothing lead. Now we get the coin flip here, and we will see that uh, down will be elected by Bice to start this period. Heelan's been pretty good on top. Yeah, he he rode out he rode out Pedro yesterday the whole entire second period, and then he got a, he got the take. Oh, Heelan gets a nice mat return. He's getting back points. Looking, he gets a fall. Archer Heelan headed to the state finals. He might have knocked him out. Yeah, Bice has not moved yet. That was that was a big lift and return, and and. Bice landed on his back, and, and he never did move, and he still hasn't gotten up. Bice came off on the whistle immediately, and just as we were saying that he rides him hard, but he got up, and he got off balance, and Helan just returned him to the mat right to his back and stunned him. I mean, it was an easy pin, I mean, because of the force that he returned into the mat, and Bice is up now, and he's okay. Yeah. It'll be a pin in 2.06, and so it'll be Helan and Bastard in the state finals tonight. And again, Helan, a familiar opponent tonight, when wrestling Brandon Bowser. They went back and forth last year. Archer Helan is on a heater here at the state tournament. Juan Pedro is on the mat now in his consolation match against Gavin Van Deet Dryle of Norfolk, a freshman at 24 and 8. And for the Islander, uh, he is now up 3 to 1 as he has made a nice move here to take the lead late in the second period. Van Dryl had picked up the escape after a scoreless first period, and uh, Pedro, now late in the second period, able to get the escape and the takedown. There's all, or excuse me, a penalty point and a takedown. So I don't know if that was a double stall because he had been warned for stalling, but Pedro now in the lead by a score of 3-1. to one. Looks like we may have a little blood time down there as well. So Juan trying to come back through, and I know that Coach Morrison said, hey, they may rematch in the third-place match. He's When he was talking about healing, he was not a shot at Archer. He's just saying, you never know, they might have another matchup. But Pedro, I think many people believe, has a good shot here at going and getting third, especially with the way these semifinals played out. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would kind of expect him to, to at least come back and be in that third and fourth place match. Kind of the interesting thing here and something to watch a little bit this afternoon is these guys aren't used to losing in the semifinals and having to come back and wrestle for third place right away. So you so you might see quite a few semifinal losers this year come back and, and, and end up in the fifth and sixth place match. So kind of, a, kind of a little bit of a different dynamic here this year. Second period comes to an end, and Juan Pedro of Grand Island leading Van Dryle of Norfolk 3-1. to one. It'll be Pedro's choice here in the third period as Van Dryle got the escape in the second. He chooses bottom. Yeah, it... And I don't know how that works. You you lose in the semifinals and you stew all night and you're unhappy and you have to come back early in the morning on Saturday. And as you said, you've got to turn around here and come back maybe an hour, hour and a half later and get after it again. I'm sure it'll be a different effect on different wrestlers, right. depending on if you were expected to make the finals or yeah, not. Yeah, you know, that's one of the interesting things is, is some of, some of the kids, you know, 
you, you lose in the semifinals, you were expected to lose. It's not that big of a deal. But some kids get upset, and, and the, the, you know, their hearts are broken. And it's not a, it's not a simple fact of, of the fact that, you know, they're, they're mad or whatever, but lifelong dreams are crushed. There's an escape here to start the uh, period, and we're going to go to Blake Cushing. We've already made it to the 126 semifinals. Pedro gets the escape. Van Dryle took him down, but they said it's off the mat. So that was a pretty good return there for Van Dryle. He had a nice takedown just on the edge of the mat. So it's 4-1. to one. Pedro with the lead with a minute to go. Now Blake Cushing, the defending champion, gets Case Jurgens, a 22-9 senior from Lincoln East, as we're just underway in uh, really being aggressive here as Cushing. Yeah, Cushing already got a got an early takedown, and we're back on our feet. 2-1. Yeah, 2-1, and, and Cushing's pushing the pace, gets another duck under there. He's going to extend his lead to 4-1. to This is more about uh, maybe tomorrow. We expect Cushing to be able to finish this off, but do you do have Connor Kanopic probably waiting in the finals? Yeah, yeah, Kanopic's tough. He's headed to Iowa State, but, but Cushing in his own right, I, I believe Cushing's headed to St. Cloud State. Um, and so Cushing's a good wrestler, and I, I wouldn't count him out of that match at all. And uh, down here, Juan Pedro has been taken down. There's still 34 seconds to go. We get a restart. Van Dryl, 4-3. to three. He goes optional start to try and work something high here, but he's Pedro's a, able he's to He's got handle. a cradle locked up here, a little inside cradle, and now Pedro's able to, to work out of it. Tries a little switch here. Gets into a single. He's decided not to cut him, and now he's down to 14 seconds. Yeah, and Pedro's at least earned one point at this point, it probably looks like. Maybe a reversal. And and, and they're holding that point to see if he's going to get the reversal. Nonetheless, time runs down, and Juan Pedro will advance on as he picks up the escape point, and he will win it by a score of 5-3. to three. So, Pedro, into the medal round. If you win in this consolation round, then you're into the medal round. He'll see one of the semifinal losers and be wrestling somewhere for third through sixth, all of that again today. So some of the guys could wrestle three times yesterday and maybe three more times today. Yeah, a little bit different different dynamic. And, and you know, we talked about the semifinal losers having to come back and wrestle right away today, today for a medal. But these semifinal winners, they're usually used to having, you know, 18 hours to kind of rest up and recover and get ready to wrestle in the state finals. They got to wrestle in the state finals tonight. So Cushing with two takedowns and Jurgens with two escapes. And then to win the flip here, Cushing will take bottom in the second period. He gets an immediate escape. He is up five to two here in the semifinals early on in the second period. Jurgens gets in on a shot there when they get back to their feet and we get a potentially dangerous call and, and we're going to get a restart. Ian Obermiller will be coming up in his consolation match against Donald of Omaha Benson at 120 pounds. That's coming up on the consolation match. But right now, we can tell you that Archer Heelan is on to the finals. On mat one is Ian Obermiller of Grand Island. They have worked their way through the first period, and Quentin Donald has a 2-1 to lead here over Obermiller. And they are late in the second period. In fact, that's just wiped out, and Donald was able to take a, a big point move there, a four-point move with a takedown and a two-point near fall to go up six to one. Oh, and he, he just put Overmiller right to his back again. Overmiller was about ready to score, and, and McDonald reached around and just tossed him right to his back and, and picking up the takedown and even more points here. And Donald's state rated 26-3. and three. Yeah, I know Donald's going to get the pin. 
So Obermiller will be eliminated here for Grand Island. 3.32 will be the time for Benson. And Donald of Benson, you don't hear a lot about Omaha Benson wrestling, but they're going to have a medalist here today. Yeah, and Cushing just got another takedown to extend his lead. I think he leads now 7-2. to two. About 30 seconds to go in the second period, and they're right in the center. That's where you want to be when you're in control here and working to get a turn. Try and get this thing taken care of if it isn't already taken care of point-wise. Yeah, and Cushing Cushing's a top, is a tough wrestler on top. No, he, he's looking for back points here. He's, he's looking to really put this thing away. So we've already got a couple of winners, and then Obermiller just defeated, still coming up in the semis. A pair at 145, Brody Aarons of Grand Island, Bo Hostler of Kearney later on, Colby Lucas-Savage, and Dalen Calabione, who had a pretty impressive day yesterday at 220 in Class A. But you look up and down this, there are some pretty dominant wrestlers. We talked about the kids that are going to college. There's some pretty dominant wrestlers. Might have some good semifinals, but there's some pretty dominant guys that um, a lot of people will consider mismatches tonight in the finals. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some some very good finals matches. You know, in, in Class A, there's only 31 schools, but, I mean, their top three guys are, I mean, they're not going to get touched in many classes or by many other guys from many other classes. So Class A is, is definitely got the, the higher caliber guys in it. Roglio Ruiz will be coming up in the consolation at 132. But Blake Cushing right now, we start the third period. He leads 7-2 over Jurgens of East. It was East's option. They decided to take down. He was able to get out a couple of times in the first period. But I don't think any yeah. anything he chose would have been anything spectacular on their feet. Uh, it's been Cushing with the takedowns. Yeah, and, and I don't know if, if Jurgens even got out. I think it might have been a more, of a, more of a thing of... Letting him up. Letting him up and, and trying to build his lead a little bit for Cushing. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if you're Lincoln East, if there was a good choice. Cushing's been in total domination of this match on the edge of the mat again. They're going to come out of bounds with a minute 12 to go. Blake Cushing trying to get back to uh, the state finals. He was third place as a junior state champion last year. On the other side, either Kanopic or Brock Little of North Platte. You know, and I know this match isn't in our listening area, but kind of over on mat number number two here, you got two of the more high-caliber wrestlers in in Class A with Caleb Coyle, who's going to Oregon State, and Keith Smith from Lincoln East. They're in a 1-1 overtime match, and it's been, you know, a 1-1 overtime match. A lot of people are going, well, that sounds like a boring match, but there's been a lot of scrambling and a lot of action going on over there in that match for it to be 1-1. Two great wrestlers with no takedowns, and it looks like they're going to go into, ooh, well, maybe not. We're down to the 10-second mark here. There was some movement, but nobody's going to be taken down, <laughs> and uh, they will advance on to the 30 seconds here in Sun Victory 2. Didn't see who had the first score in that one, but uh, that's how it determines if we have to get to the ultimate tiebreaker, and it looks like Kanopic or excuse me, a coil won the uh, battle here. We do get an escape down here. Case Jurgens uh, now down seven to three, but it's short time as Cushing just uh, methodically goes through this one down to 10 seconds. He's in on another shot to try and get two more. You know, and Cushing, that, that's a way you want to see somebody finish a match there up four in the semifinals. 
get in on a shot, get on a leg, and just kind of hang out, you know, for, save yourself the the pain of having to go to the, your back and give up five and get beat there. So that is what happens here in the first semifinal at 126 pounds. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer with you here from uh, the CHI Health Center. Attack of the semifinals a little different because they are a little different. And we made it through that first 30 seconds up there in the Smith-Coyle match. Coyle got out. That's it. Now Smith will choose bottom, and he'll try and get out again. If you do get it, you wrestle the whole 30 seconds. So uh, we saw it in a couple of area matches last night. Get out and find a way to get a takedown or just a flat reversal to win the match. Yeah, and, and Smith gets to his feet right away, but Coyle kind of plays the gamesmanship and drops down to a leg and just kind of hanging on here, trying to burn that 30 seconds off. Rising. Oh, Coyle. Oh, Smith went for the toss uh, to try yeah. to put him on his back. He's going to get his escape, so we are yeah. tied. I, I'm actually surprised there. Coyle was in control. I'm not I'm not sure that the Smith wasn't exposed there, and maybe Coyle should have got a little bit of a count there. Man. Just, I think, it surprises you sometimes when you watch something like that. You don't expect that to happen. And we go to the ultimate tiebreaker. Either you get out from bottom, and it will be Caleb Coyle. He's got 30 seconds to get out to advance to the state finals. And both guys have been able to get out the two times they were on bottom. Got to ride him for 30 seconds if you're Smith. Oh, and he's got locked hands. The match is over. He's out anyway, but yeah. locked hands, and Coyle will win it. Yeah, and Kanopic, the the Millard South wrestler down here on four, has just been eating Brock Little from from North Platte alive, and and that's who Cushing's going to have in the finals, and and don't count Cushing out in that match. Looks like Kanopic's going to get the pin as he picks it up here with another run by Millard South in 129. So Connor Kanopic will be a 36-0 senior against 37-1 Blake Cushing. Always fun when you get state champs to go against each other. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that's what some of these guys wrestle for is to prove that, that they're the best in the state, not only at their weight class, but pound-for-pound pound best wrestler in the state. One more before we take a break here, Colin. Uh, a lot has been made of nobody in the state uh, was going to vote against Millard South winning the Class A title. It's by how much. But the talk, even among the South wrestlers, was breaking Grand Island's scoring mark. Uh, after day one, what would you think? they still have a shot? Uh, the, they've started off well here this morning. They got two more wrestlers going in the semifinals. They had nine in the semifinals. The biggest thing that Millard South is in trouble with is is their 106 pounder who was ranked second in the state went one and two yesterday millard south's got nine in the semis that's all they got the year grand island set the record they had 12 medalists they had five champs that year um so so there's an outside shot still for millard south but they're gonna be you know if, if they would put nine in the finals i think they're still gonna be about 40 points Short of Grand Island's record, Man. I, I don't. I just don't think they can get it done with only nine medalists. I think they needed some of those guys on the backside to get it done 
yesterday, and, and they didn't even get to two today. So I think Grand Island's record's probably safe. Carney, the pro of nickel and diamond your way back uh, on that backside and what we used to call Saturday points, Saturday morning points. They got so many state runner-up trophies. And, of course, we know not that long ago when Amherst was counted out, they made a miraculous run on a Saturday morning coming back through the backside. We're going to take a break. Coming up a little bit later, Bo Hostler of Kearney, Brody Aarons, Colby Lucas-Savage, Dalen Calavion of Grand Island, Roglio Ruiz of Grand Island is on deck in the Class A-132 consolation match. Later on, Kearney has three in the wrestlebacks, Gage Ferguson, Carter Abels, Dario Rodriguez. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN and KICS, we're glad to have you along at the CHI Health Center. Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestations since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Grand Island has moved into Seoul third. As we get back to action here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your impact seed dealer. Where can uh, growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. And we do have another consolation match going on for the Islanders. Roglio Ruiz, another Norfolk wrestler, Weston Godfrey, 27-6 and six senior. Ruiz, 27-6 and six senior. I've always thought over the years, Colin, uh, that this, is, this has got to be so tough down there. You've got two seniors right here that are wrestling for a medal. Somebody's going to come up one match short. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crushing as a senior. You know, I was in that position Uh, my senior year. I I was a little bit hurt, but I had won a state title as, you know, as a sophomore and got fourth as a junior. But then I didn't medal as a senior. I I was also hurt, but, you know, I don't make any excuses for that. And, And it's definitely heart crushing when you're a senior and you don't get in for that medal. Ruiz is able to get a short time takedown, about five seconds remaining in that one minute first period. So Ruiz up two to nothing, and we will start the second period here. Looks like the choice will go to Grand Island. He's going to defer, and Godfrey, nope, Godfrey's going to defer, and the Islanders and Ruiz will take down. Yeah, I see. I seen Grand Island at districts. Ruiz, Ruiz is one of the Grand Island wrestlers that really impressed me. Um, I I really didn't know who he was at that point in time, and, and he's, he's a hammer on top. 
Boy, we've had a little bit of excitement over here for Millard South. How about this one? It looked like the uh, sophomore Aiden Robertson uh, was going to be pinned. Of course, Scott is the undefeated top ranked at 152, but looked like he was going to be pinned, and all of a sudden he's back in the match 6-4 as they go to the third. Or is it 5-4? Five, 5-4 four. Five, four as they go to the third. Yeah, yeah it's 5-4. And and this, this is Aiden Robertson, who's who's Scott's younger brother. This is at 32. And, and I I seen Millard South earlier this year, and, and he's scrappy. And, and, you know, you look at some of these Millard South kids in the state brackets, and, you know, they come in here with eight, nine losses. Well, those eight, nine losses are, are to dudes. You know, the Millard South wrestles a tough schedule, and, and that's why they got so many guys going D1. You know, they had a duel earlier this year um, against Liberty, Missouri, who's ranked, you know, 13th in the country. And, and Millard South in their own right is ranked 18th in the country, and they beat Liberty in a duel head-to-head. Back down here to Roglio Ruiz. He does get his escape here early on in the second period, and right in on a shot takes Godfrey down. Godfrey now works his way out, so we've got a restart with one minute to go in the second period. Ruiz of Grand Island leading Godfrey of Norfolk 5-1. to one. There's another takedown. Yeah, Boy, Roglio is really on this game. Slick duck under there, and, and now Ruiz is on top where it's his best position, I think. Godfrey just uh, has not been able to keep up with the aggressiveness and the quickness of Roglio Ruiz. Yeah, and Ruiz has got both legs in and got him stretched out here and working a power half. And and this this right here is a grind for the wrestler on bottom. I mean, the guy on top has got all that pressure on you, and, and he's just taking everything out of you you got. Down to 20 seconds to go there in the period, and Ruiz now up 7-1 to one in that match still to come a trifecta for Carney in the uh, wrestleback round and a trifecta for Grand Island in the semifinals plus Bo Hosser will be there as well we get a restart short time here in the second period Godfrey tries to sit out here to at least get a point but Ruiz has a wing and he's trying to get him turned but hasn't been able to get a near fall count and it looks like we're going to stay seven to one as the third second period comes to an end here in the consolation match for Roglio Ruiz at Class A 132. Again, Archer Heelan, a winner by pin in 206 over Adrian Bice of Columbus. He will get Brandon Bostard of Lincoln East in the finals tonight. Blake Cushing of Grand Island, a winner 7-3. to three. So, so far, 2-2 two for two in the semis for our area wrestlers. Probably the toughest matchups are going to be coming for Bo Hostler against Tyler Antoniak of Millard South and for Colby Lucas-Savage against Josh Licking. Uh, and, and here you go. Millard South's got McLaughlin on his back here. Roberson's got him on his back. And, and just as we thought that, that Millard South was maybe going to lose one, he's building his lead. And time expired. I mean, that was a short time points there, too. He took him over with only about 12 seconds remaining in the match. And Millard South picks up a big win there at A132. Back over here to Roglio Ruiz. He continues to work after Godfrey selected bottom. Yeah, you know, again, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but if I was Norfolk, I don't know that bottom is the choice I would have taken here. You know, Ruiz is getting both legs in and and, and just pounding him on top and now it looks like we have maybe a little bit of injury time Ruiz is kind of stumbling around and grabbing a knee uh oh Joey Morrison comes out there and talks to him and the trainer will come out there and look at him as well our injury report brought to you by family physical therapy and sports center getting you back into the game of life 
with two locations in Kearney. Don't usually see the leader need a little injury time, but that is exactly what's going on here. Didn't see what happened. Like you said, he's had the legs in, so maybe Godfrey tweaked the knee trying to get out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure, but, you know, when you get those legs in and you're stretching and, and all that pressure is built with your hips and, and your legs, and, and so it, there is a little bit of a risk for injury there as, as the top wrestler. So, As you said, Doug, due to Colin Pfeiffer joining me here this morning on ESPN Tri-Cities, we've got a good one potentially here at A132. Jalen Ruffin of North Platte, 52-4 and against 50-0 and Garrett Grice of Bellevue East. Yeah, Grice... We talked about it, those state of Nebraska wrestlers making to the D1 level. Grice is headed to Virginia. And, and kind of one of those things that as a Nebraska high school fan, you're kind of disappointed in is, is you hear those guys going to, you know, like Philip Mumy going to Cornell and, and Grice. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ruiz. Ruiz just got tossed. Yeah, and it looked like a little bit ago he, he was about had, had him on his back himself. So I don't know if, if Ruiz, that was a reversal in a in near fall at it. Game just a two point, so it's nine five, and now an escape. It's ten five. Ruiz is still okay. And another headlock attempt though here, and and he's got he took him to his back. He got the takedown. It doesn't look like he's gonna get near fall though. Still thirty seconds to go in the match, so Ruiz may be injured more than it looks like, and Godfrey with a fresh, fresh air. No, now Ruiz is still in a little bit of a dangerous situation here. As, as he's kind of sitting underneath and he's got his head trapped and, and Godfrey's got a leg and, and he's he's taking him, he's in near fall criteria almost here. 10 seconds to go, 10-7. He's got to get the five count and they're going to call a stalemate call. You know, and, and that's kind of one of those situations where the, Ruiz kind of needs to know where he's at because he's on bottom and he's reaching back, trapping a leg and, and trying to scramble around. And you don't want to scramble on bottom because you can put yourself in near fall criteria, not even kind of realizing it. Eight seconds, and Ruiz just needs to flatten out, and that's what he does. That way Godfrey can't do much here. And Ruiz is going to hang on, and he's going to win this one. But got a little exciting there at the end. Roglio wins it by a score of 10-7. to 7. Yeah, and Ruiz doesn't look healthy here as he tries to get up. So it'll be interesting to see how he finishes out here this morning. Well, and, and let's be honest, he's at A132. These are the guys we're talking about here. I'd have to look real quick to see which side of the bracket, whether he's going to get McLaughlin to Southwest or the loser of this rough and grice match. So going to be a tough comeback, whether he's fully healthy or not. But he's on. He won. He's on his way to a medal. And who knows? Those are points that maybe can get Grand Island into that number two slot. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, Grand Island's in third right now by two points, and, and that's without Ruiz's points figured in. And and so Grand Island, yeah, is in a, is in a tough team race right now for for third place. And and the the big, or for second place, excuse me. The bigger thing is that's a head-to-head win over Norfolk, who's right behind him in fourth. Take a look at what's going on down there, Garrett Grice has a 2-0 lead over Jalen Ruffin in their semifinal match as they start the second period. And Grice will choose bottom. Jalen Ruffin, here's a name out of North Platte. You know, North Platte has made such a monster jump here the last couple of years. We've talked a little bit about it, like on the Doug and Daddy show and so on and so forth. But just to see North Platte ranked second for most of the year is kind of almost mind-boggling. Yeah, they're they're tough. And, And, you know, with wrestling, a lot of it starts, you know, being from Amherst myself, 
you know, I kind of know how how a youth program can build your build your high school program. And North Platte's got two really good youth programs out there, and you can see it paying off for their high school down here. We're going to take a break because coming up uh, here in just a few minutes, we're going to get a good run because we'll have Bo Hostler and Brody Aarons in the semifinals, Colby Lucas-Savage in the semis, and Gage Ferguson in the wrestlebacks all between 145 and 160. This is the State High School Wrestling Semifinals on ESPN Radio. Given Packing, we're a small town on a national scale. We're your neighbor. Supporting communities in which we operate earn up to $24.35 an hour upon qualification. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com or call Suzanne at 308-468-7276. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Doug Duda along with Colin Pfeiffer here on ESPN Tri-Cities from the CHI Center in Omaha. Glad to have you along with us as we now have our next semifinalist on the mat, and that is uh, Grand Island's Brody Aarons. He is taking on one of the licking boys because Colby Lucas-Savage will be taking on Josh. This is Jacob. Yeah, Jacob younger brother of uh, Josh and, and, and their oldest brother is, is Nebraska starting 157 right now down in Lincoln. So a good wrestling family here. So we've got the first period underway. It looks like we've already got a little blood time here on licking of Norfolk. They've wrestled a scoreless first period, got a little blood time going on there. Uh, Darian Diaz of North Platte had to use some injury time against Nick Swift of Lincoln East in the 138 semifinal, but Diaz uh, has recovered here, and he is back to wrestling, leading it 8-3 to three with uh, just under a minute to go in his match. Yeah, now the blood t- Sorry, go ahead, Kyle. No, D- Diaz had a good win 
just to get to this match yesterday against Daniel DeRozier from from Bellevue East, a kid that he had actually lost to earlier in the year, gets a little, little headlock there at the end of the match in the quarterfinals and beats him. So we're back after the blood time and aggressive is Aaron's to get right after it here, but countering and no points on the edge of the mat here. So it remains 0-0 between Aaron's and Licking. No, and Aaron's and Licking, a rematch from the, the hack finals uh, that took place there in Kearney in the middle of January. Aaron's pinned Licking in the finals there, so I, I mean Aaron's is probably a little bit of a favorite here in this match. You never know, though, when you see a result of a pin, that could be a score where somebody's up 15-3 to three and gets stuck. And and so... Darian Diaz is going to get the win for North Platte, even though Swift was able to get him down again. 8-6, to six, Diaz is going to advance on to the Parade of Champions tonight. And again, that will be A and D, two mats, right here in the middle of the CHI Center. We will keep you updated, but we will also let you know that they will again be televised. They were doing everything they could to make sure that NET would be able to televise the matches, and uh, it'll just be two separate things uh, tonight and Saturday. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm using that a lot this this weekend. It'll be interesting to see, but there is a lot of things that are different this year, and, and one of the things that's different is the state finals. I've always kind of wondered if maybe – Maybe old Mr. Higdon there at the NSAA would push the state finals to a later start. I mean, I know that's a lot, not a lot of one, one of the things that not a lot of people from around our listening area and, and even our greater Western listening area want to hear is a state finals on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. But, you know, give the kids the opportunity to wrestle in prime time. Late here in the first period, a penalty point going against Jacob Licking, and then Aarons just takes that right into a takedown. So Aarons of Grand Island leads it 3 to nothing as we start the second period, and Aarons will take bottom. And now we have Bo Hostler, the 33-5 and senior of Kearney, and Tyler Antoniak of Millard South, the 22-1 and junior on mat number four. And Hostler's tough. I mean, he came in and transferred in, obviously, to Kearney, but uh, he's used to being a winner. Yeah, Hustler was, got a third-place medal, I think, last year at the Colorado State High School Championships. and and But, you know, Antoniak here, the, this is kind of a different cat. He's, he's uh, you know, this state semifinals is nothing to him. He's been at the World Championships, so where he was a silver medalist in Greco. So, <laughs> I mean, he, Millard South's team is, is unreal. It has gone from Omaha Scott to Millard South, and those in the Metro know all the details behind that. Here's an escape now for Grand Island's Brody Aarons. So they're on their feet with a minute to go in the second period. Aarons of Grand Island leading Jacob Licking of Norfolk by a score of 4 to nothing. And Licking, again, one of those that looks like he's just waiting for Aarons to make a mistake because he hasn't really been in on a shot. He's a long, lanky 145-pounder, and there's another... Looks like in on a double leg here and a toss down for a takedown for Brody Aarons. Yeah, and, and now Aarons is looking for near fall. He's got to keep his knees in. The one thing that's nice from a wrestling standpoint here at the state tournament is you get two officials. That is the hardest position in a wrestling match to officiate when you're on when you're a, a single official is a is near fall fall situation on the edge of the mat because once their knees cross the boundary line. We're out of bounds, but as long as our knees stay inside the boundary line, we're counting near fall looking for a fall. So so Aaron's picks up the three near fall there, it looks like. And he's up nine to nothing. They will call him now off the mat, so a restart with 18 seconds to go in the second period. 
Hostler goes scoreless in the first period here with Antoniak, and Tyler will take bottom, and he's out of there in three seconds. So back on their feet. Oh, and Hostler's doing a nice job of staying in here and brawling, brawling with Antoniak. You know, they've been in a lot of an underhook situation, which not surprising with Antoniak's Greco background. And you take a look, probably the best chance Bo had was to maybe get this to an ultimate tiebreaker, but now Antoniak won the coin flip, so he scores first in the match. Yeah, getting that that first point is always a big one in, in a match that could be tight. Back down here to Brody Aarons, the start of the third period, up by a score of 9 to nothing. Licking chooses bottom. Well, at least I believe that's what we have here, is that uh, Choice will uh, go to the third period. Looks like, no, uh, they're going to go both up is the choice. So it's 9-0, and that's what Brody Aarons is looking to get a takedown here and go up 11 to nothing. Yeah, and he's got a he's uh, got a headlock situation. He got the takedown. We're, now we're stroking near fall. And he's not on the edge of the mat this time. He's yeah. in real good shape. Got him locked up. This will get it to at least 14 to nothing, if not the pin, and all kinds of time. A minute 10 to go here in the period. No change down here between Antoniak and Hostler, and there it is. There's the pin for Brody Aarons. He's going to get the pin in 4.54. And we're 3-for-3 three three here in the semifinals with a tough one here for Hostler, but congratulations. Here we go. Brody Aarons will take on the winner of this Hostler-Antoniak match, which is still one nothing. Tyler Antoniak with about 15 seconds to go here in the second period. Antoniak with the escape. As you watch that, Colin, what is what is Hostler's strategy right here? You know, I, I think he's trying to brawl with him on his feet. You know, wait for Antoniak to kind of try to try to maybe catch a try a toss and and maybe catch a takedown by sagging his hips but we go to the third period here and and Osler's doing what he's got to do and, and going on bottom and and now an escape ties the match and and you know if you're corny high this is the best case scenario for you is is to get the match to one-to-one and, and and at this point you know anything you do a takedown wins it and he gets the escape early on here and is on their feet again so they're going to wrestle on their feet. Colby Lucas Savage is on deck, by the way, coming up for Grand Island yeah, in and, the semis. And now Hostler's in on a shot attempt. It doesn't look like there's probably going to be a takedown out of this, but you never know. Trying to finish as Antoniak is kind of spreading out, getting uh, getting long on him, and we're going to get a stalemate. Boy, Carney coaches are really fired up down here. They, they sense that Hostler has stayed in there following the game plan. Yeah, he, he's doing a nice job, and, and I think I think that was the first actual real shot attempt of the match. Yeah. You know, so, and, and it's 1-1. Neither guy really looked like they even attempt to wrestle on top, so obviously both wrestlers feel them are, they're most comfortable in this position here. And you take a look, I mean, when you talk about Millard South being as good as they are, winning titles and silver medals, you just expect somebody like Antoniak to come out and just be, a bulldog, and he really has it here, but he's trying to get a slide by and throws him into the scores table. But he's okay. Bo pops up. 49 seconds to go in the match, and we are tied at 1-1 with Hostler and Tyler Antoniak. You know, and it kind of almost appeared 
there a little bit watching that, that Antoniak's getting a little frustrated here that, that he can't get to what he's trying to get to with, with Hostler and, and that could become big here is as we're late in the match here, one, one. And if Hostler can get a takedown, try to counter a frustration, right, move. that's right. kind of what you're talking about right. here. Oh, he's in on a single. single yeah. You know, and Antoniak was just kind of standing straight up there just and walked basically right into it. I mean, again, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to finish it, and we're probably going to get a stalemate, you know. Coach Swarm is calling for a stalemate because he can see Antoniak may be able to step around and get a takedown. Yeah, yeah, there's the stalemate. So as good as the shot was and as good as these wrestlers are, they can turn it in a moment. Restart with 16 seconds, 1-1 in the third. And we may be just content as both wrestlers kind of stand there, back off, come in, tie hands, five seconds to go. No need to gamble here. We're going to go to overtime or sudden victory here at 145 pounds. So Bo Hostler of Kearney and Tyler Antoniak, Millard South, 1-1. Do you, I don't know. You just kind of get the feeling when you're an underdog, you got to take the shot, and sometimes that's the one thing you don't want to do. I made that mistake in high school once, <laughs> I, so I wouldn't advise that. You know, but here a takedown, a takedown ends it. You know, and, and you don't even have to risk it. So, you know, if if you're hostler, you know, you can get a little bit more risky here because if you'd happen to happen to catch him flat-footed or something. You know, you beat a really good wrestler going to the state finals. As I watch this, I think he's got to take him down here. Yeah. We get into this 30-30-30. Nobody's going to hold a ride time, and they're just not doing anything. There actually hasn't been a stall warning. Yeah, which kind of surprises me that that there hasn't been a stall warning because they changed the stalling in high school this year, and there's been a couple out-of-bounds situations where I thought maybe they'd throw one up. Um, But... But both wrestlers have also been very, fairly aggressive as well. And time whittling down, 10 seconds, 5 seconds, and we're going to go to Sudden Victory 2 where you each get 30 seconds from bottom. And, again, you wrestle out that entire 30-second period. Right, and, and Tony Axe is going to go on bottom right away. And, and maybe, you know, you never know the gamesmanship here. Maybe this is where Hostler wanted it to be, and, and maybe he thinks he can ride him out for a full period. Both guys were out in less than 10 seconds on their choice. He picks the ankle. Antoniak comes to his feet, loses that ankle. Now he's trying to ride the waist, slides down to the ankle. And now he's just holding on. He will get a stall if he doesn't do something with him, trying to pick it and get him out of bounds. Still riding him here. Antoniak still hasn't been able to get out. He's close, 12 seconds. Needs to keep him on the edge of the mat with that leg lifted. Yeah, Still and, no stalling. And, and if you're if you're a hostler here, you maybe take the stall call. Yeah, what four seconds left to get the ride out here? So yeah, you, he he's not going to get called for stalling. If worst case scenario here, drop to an ankle and and hang on. Four, four seconds, seconds. He needs to ride him here. This is huge for Bo Hostler. He's got to ride him for these four seconds on the restart. He goes down to that ankle. Antoniak comes to his yep. feet, but he rides him. And now if Bo Hostler can get an escape and then just run around for yeah. the rest, of, yeah, he may win this. And a big thing here, no stall calls yet to this point in the match. Kobe Lucas Savage has taken the mat in his semifinal. We'll get to that in a moment. But Hostler comes to his feet. Locked we have hands. locked hands, but it's and not over. Got, he, you got to play the whole 30. Yep. He gets the escape, so it's actually 2 nothing. Right. And now Antoniak has to take him down. He's in on a headlock. If, 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 you're, if you're Hostler, run. Yep. You haven't been warned for stalling. You're up to. Don't even touch him. 
14 seconds to you go. Can, you can take two stall calls. He's up two. Restart. Antoniak has to take the shot. He's trying to get the throw here. 10 seconds to go. Hostler doing a great job of countering on the edge of the mat. And Bo Hostler is going to be in the Parade of Champions tonight with a monster upset for Carney High. That, that's huge. Happy for Coach Ty Swarm. Carney High goes two for two here in the semifinals. Big upset there. And, and hey, Carney Grand Island, state semifinal, 145. Aarons and Hostler for a championship tonight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hostler took the game plan and executed it perfectly and is the champion. We are going to go over to Colby Lucas Savage as he takes on undefeated senior Josh Licking of Norfolk. And Lucas Savage gets the takedown and is able to pick up a 4 to nothing lead here. Did he get the two near fall right at the end of the period, it looks like? And so time ran out. That's why he didn't get a three-point near fall. But he's up 4 to nothing and will choose bottom to start the second period here. Hey, let's just keep it rolling. We're four for four. We've got two more to go here in Lucas Savage at Grand Island and Caleb Iom later at 220. Awesome. Gage Ferguson will be coming up as well. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. And we go down to Mount 1 where Gage Ferguson has been wrestling. We kind of lost him, but he is dominating Ben Enders of Millard North. He's up 7 to nothing here and may be ready to pin him. You know, and Ferguson yesterday after he lost in the quarterfinals maybe looked like he's under the weather a little bit as he was hunched over a trash can down in the back after that match. So it's good to see Gage. Gage is a good kid. Good to see him. Yeah, Gage got third last year trying to battle his way back here after being kind of dominated in the quarters. He got a takedown of the first period, uh, chose bottom, in the second period, got the escape, got another takedown to go up 5 nothing. Uh, was able to ride his opponent and get a takedown here in the third. He's up 7 nothing. He's just squeezing for all he's worth in the last few seconds of the match. And Licking just, just got a takedown here over Lukasevich. And it's all over now. Gage Ferguson picks up the win for Kearney. And... That is number 150, as you just heard, for Gage Ferguson. So 150 career wins, the kind of the mark now. If you can get to 200, you're an amazing wrestler. And Reimers from Palmer did that last night, broke the Class D record. He's in the semifinals at 205, but holy moly, four for four in the semifinals, three and one here in the wrestleback round for Carney in Grand Island. Still Carter Abels and Dario Rodriguez to go. And Lucas Savage leading licking by a score of 4-2 as we are down to about a minute to go here in the second period. Licking riding on top here. So both have been turned in this match. Yeah. Yeah, and Lukasiewicz doesn't even hasn't even been able to get his base under here under him here and and Licking's just been a hammer on top. Glad to have you along with us here on ESPN Radio. As we said, our Platte River Preps 
put keep you up to date with all of our athletes of the month. We always get a lot of wrestlers nominated and nominate your best student athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpeting of Donovan, basketball players Gavin Sheen of Wilcox Hildreth and Boston Boucher of Wood River were our winners last month. One guy, one gal. Each time looks like we have a stall call down there in the Lucas Savage match. Yeah, Lucas Savage, his hips are flat to the mat. His head was on the mat. You know, Licking's just grinding him on top here, and, and not a surprise that there was a stall call. And that does bring us to the end of the second period. Lucas Savage of Grand Island, a 4-2 lead over undefeated Josh Licking of Norfolk, and Licking gets his choice to take bottom here in the third. See what Lucas Savage can do on top. By the way, Scott Robertson, the future Husker for Millard South, is just dominating Michael Myers who is not allowed to fight with his mask and knife or machete in the state tournament. And it looks like Robertson up 11-2 to two is going to pin him. Yeah, and wrestling fans, if you if you get to NET tonight, neither wrestler is going to be from the listening area, you know, the, the local area. But the 152-pound state final match, uh, Nick Hamilton from Papillion La Vista, he's a transfer in from Underwood, Iowa. He was a state champ in Iowa last year. Kids legit. Robertson's headed to Nebraska. That is going to be one of the best state finals matches you will see this whole weekend. It looked like maybe I thought we had a pin call down there on the mat, and the wrestlers didn't realize it. And now the official coming over to the coach. Kind of a heated exchange down here. And they break away. I don't know exactly what happened down there. To me, it looked like he had called the pin, and the guys kept wrestling, and nobody, you know, the official usually puts his hand on the back of the guy. Quit, and and that's what you want to you want to see, but you know, every once in a while, the let's let's get back down there to Matt too, Doug, due to Colin Pfeiffer here from the CHI Center. Josh Licking gets the escape here in the third, so we're on our feet. And we get a restart, and Licking's in on a shot. He's taking Lucas Savage down, and he's rallied from a 4-0 deficit to lead at 5-4 with a minute 10 to go in a match. And Lucas Savage has got to get off bottom here to keep his dream alive of a final. You know, and and for Lucas Savage, you wonder kind of what his gas tank's been like. He's kind of dealt with some injuries this year and, and missed some time. So as, as the match gets later on here into the water, you know, what's his gas tank like? He wasn't able to do much in the second period. Can he get off bottom here in the third? 40 seconds to go, and there's not much. He's got a leg in right in the middle of the mat. You know, and I said before, Licking is just grinding him on top, and Lukasiewicz gives up a stall call, but I'm not sure that Licking's really doing anything either other than just riding. One of the things I've never understood, you're behind, you're on bottom, how you can get dinged for stalling. I'm not saying that it wasn't. It's just something I can't understand. Right. you got to have some effort. And you know Colby's got the effort, but he is not going to get out. He had the 4-0 lead, and we have our first semifinal loss here. Joshua Licking will be an undefeated senior going to the state finals as he beats Lucas Savage by a score of 6-4 to four with a nice comeback. We are going to take a break here. And hear from some more of our fine sponsors to so stay with us as we bring you the State High School Wrestling Semifinals in Class A. 
So you still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Nick know all about the heart and soul of a home. They can help you find the home of your dreams, just like they've been doing for their clients for years. At McBride Realty, they have a love and pride for Minden and enjoy the quality of life that only rural Nebraska can give. For more information, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all of our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos will be released February 23rd on YouTube with live virtual Ask the Landmark expert sessions the following week. Landmark's planter videos offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planter technology. Learn about planter performance upgrade kits, settings, adjustments, maintenance, and more. Mark your calendars for the release of Landmark's planter clinic videos February 23rd and stay tuned to Landmark Implement's social channels for more information. For a healthy home that's clean and fresh, Yellow Van does it best. When frozen pipes thaw, they can leave behind a real mess. The Yellow Van team of cleaners and restorers bring the right equipment to dry your home quickly and completely, making your home fresh and like new again. Tell your insurance provider you prefer Yellow Van Cleaning Services, and if you ask your neighbors, they'll tell you. One call does it all. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Glad to have you back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth on the road in the state's largest city to bring you the 2021 State High School Wrestling Championships while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there as Carter Abel's getting ready to take the mat here. You've also got Ontrell Taylor of Millard South in his A-160 semifinal going on. We do want to remind you, we've got high school basketball tonight, girls sub-district finals on ESPN Radio, Pleasanton hosting Amherst, Kearney Catholics at St. Cecilia on the Breeze 94.5, and it'll be Shelton and Silver Lake on Power 99. All those games scheduled to tip off tonight at 7 o'clock, and then tomorrow, the big boys game between Kearney Catholic and Adams Central here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Waiting for Carter Abels to come up on mat number three, about a minute and a half away from that occurring, but uh, still pretty exciting when there's an upset. It's even more exciting when it's somebody that you're kind of rooting for in our area. Yeah, that, a, big, a big win there for Bo Hostler from Kearney High, and, and Archer Heelan has a good win too as well from Kearney High. So, yeah, I mean, we've had a good morning so far here to start off in Class A, so hopefully we keep it going here. Oh, Antrell Taylor just 
launched a dude. <laughs> Doesn't look good. Man, watching some of these guys all wearing their red and white for Millard South today, and there he just dropped him again. Got some good good battle on the bottom here from Taylor's opponent, Thomas Wentz of Fremont, but uh, it's not going to be enough, and Taylor's going to be able to finish him off here with a pin. Also, Jack McDonald of Bellevue West taking care of Austin Miller in the A-170 semifinal, 4 to nothing midway through the second period. That's still going on. Might get a pin down here in short time on Matt 3, but will not happen as Espinoza of Millard North dominates Andres, a freshman from Lincoln Pius X. So Carter Abels of Kearney High will take on McClatchley. Out of Lincoln Southeast, Abel's might be a little bit of an underdog here when it comes to to the records. But, uh, hey, we've already seen a couple. Real quick, uh, your thoughts, uh, Colin, as we said, I thought coming into today, Helan was favored and Hostler was an underdog. Well, tomorrow, Helan will be an underdog to Boster just because Brandon's beaten him a majority of the time. And Aaron's Hostler might be kind of a toss-up. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a toss-up a little bit. I wouldn't count Archer Helan out. He's beat Bostert before, and and you know he's a senior. It's kind of it's kind of his last run here in Omaha. Or sorry, he's just a junior. But you know, Ar- Archer's been a gamer so far. You know he 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 beat Juan Pedro, who's who's he's split matches with throughout his high school career yesterday. So I I definitely wouldn't count Archer out in that match against Bostert. All right, here we go on mat number three, Max McClatchley. McClatchy, a 36-8 junior from Lincoln Southeast against the senior Carter Abels, 25-7. He is a senior trying to get in for a medal. Let's see if Carter can get the job done here and keep a real positive going. He did medal as a sophomore. He finished fifth in 2019. He's in on an early single, but they're on the edge of the mat again, trying to counter and Come around now almost. McClatchy might get a cradle locked up here. Lost the head, and they're headed out of bounds. So a restart 30 seconds in to the match. One semifinalist left. That'll be coming up at A220. We will stay with you through that match and then get back to our hourly reports or half-hour reports, depending on where you're listening to us at, Power 99, ESPN Radio, and 1230 KHAS. Miller of Norfolk trying to make a late charge here over McDonald of Bellevue West. He's cut it to 4-3 in the A-170 semis. You know, and and we were talking about Hostler and uh, Aarons meeting tonight in the finals. They're split this year. Uh, Aarons pinned Hostler early opening weekend at the Carney High Invite, and then when they dueled later on in the season, uh, Hostler was able to win the match in an ultimate tiebreaker. So, And they have just went crazy over at Norfolk because Austin Miller has rallied and pinned Jack McDonald of Bellevue West. He got so high as they came to his feet, they called him for locked hands, and then he just followed through and threw him on his back and stuck him. So Austin Miller is on to the Parade of Champions. You know, and and these are big point rounds here this morning in the semifinals. I mean, that's a 13-point victory there for Norfolk, who's in, who's in the team race. You know, with with Grand Island, with North Platte, with Papillion La Vista. Right now, Grand Island's out in front for second place by 94 and a half. I mean, Class A, it, it, it's kind of the race for second place. I mean, nobody's going to catch Millard South already. Millard South has scored 60 points so far 
in this round. We get back down there in the consolation match. Carney's Carter Abels, they wrestle the scoreless first period, and McClatchy of Lincoln Southeast has chosen bottom here in the second Ab- period. Abels has got a cradle. He's taking him to his back, looking for the fall, and and kind of the fun thing about this match here, as Abels does pick up the fall, but, you know, Lincoln Southeast, head coach Ryan Bauer, son of son of Mark Bauer, who is the longtime UNK head coach, so a little bit of history there in that match. Well, and there's a possibility at this time next year he'll be sitting in the other chair. Yeah, uh, with yeah. With Ty Swarm uh, leaving, will there be an opening? Yeah, that's – I asked Ryan a little bit about that last week at, at Grand Island at the district, and he kind of played it pretty coy, but <laughs> I, I would assume that he's got some interest in that job. There's so many, as we said, with that with that bubble, and now we talk about that so much in this time of year, uh, that covers Kearney or UNK. Uh, they're all there now, but you've got so many key sweater, and you've got Bauer, and, and just go all over the place. I can't even name them all. There's so yeah, many of them out there. Yeah, Mark, Mark's got a lot of former wrestlers down here this morning in Class A coaching. You know, you got Jake Froschheiser at Lincoln North Star, and, and of course the co-head coaches at Lincoln East and Keenan McCurdy and Jeff Rutledge are both UNK guys, and and UNK's pumped out a lot of a lot of good coaches here. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. As uh, again, another win here, Carter Abel's in 201. So. Things are looking really good right now for our wrestlers from the area. Again, in the semifinals, setting four and one with one to go. And in the wrestlebacks, out of the six, we're setting four and one with one to go. Dario Rodriguez at 220. I know a little disappointed for Dario. Um, let one get away in the quarterfinals yesterday. Was taken down in the last seven, eight seconds to fall three to one. He bounced back with a nice win in the wrestlebacks. Yeah, and probably even the most, the more disappointing thing for for Dario is, is if he wins that quarterfinal match yesterday, he's he's probably a favorite to make the finals on that side, you know. So, so, but props to Dario for coming back here and, and one more match, and and he's a medalist. And of course, that's where Dalen is for Grand Island. So you look at that and and say that that's pretty wide open uh, if Dalen can win today uh, got a good chance tonight yeah well you look at you look at the one or the class a 220 semifinals and and you got Dalen Cavallone coming up and, and in the other semifinal there's Tyler Stewart from Omaha North kind of a little bit of history there on those two is is they were both 195 pounders all year long district tournament rolls around they enter at 220 mainly the reason why they do that is Tony Prey from Creighton Prep who is an undefeated uh, heavy favorite at 220 misses the district tournament with mono and praise praise headed to Brown University and it's so 220s wide open and and so Grand Island looking at it from a team race standpoint puts Kevalone up at 220 and, and now he's in the semifinals and and can get a get into the finals where he could see Tyler Stewart who's also truly a 195 pounder at 220 who he wrestled in the district finals man it was just something to watch uh, up at the Carney Invite, pray from a Creighton Prep. I mean, there was just a couple of guys that day that were different. Yes, <laughs> they looked different and they were different. Yeah, yeah, pray is definitely a, a unique individual. Well, uh, taking a look at some of the other matches going on, we got a good one down here between undefeated Cole Price of Papio and 36 and four senior Blaze Stanley of Columbus. It's four to three. Cole Price has the lead as they uh, wrestle the final seconds 
of the second period. We still have a couple of 220-pounders coming up. We do have a little break in the action, so let's take a break here from some of our fine sponsors. We'll come back and look at some of the other action later today in D, maybe even get a little preview of B and C before we get to the Dario Rodriguez and Dalen Calavion match. Stay with us. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer back with you here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha where the semifinals and third-round wrestlebacks are underway in Class A. We'll do the same thing for you this afternoon at uh, 1 o'clock. Recapping what we have for you so far, in the wrestlebacks, Juan Pedro of Grand Island wins 5-3. Ian Obermiller lost in 3:32, and Roglio Ruiz was a winner 10-7. For Carney, Gage Ferguson picked up his 150th career win with a 10-0 victory. Carter Abels wins by a pin in 201 with Dario Rodriguez still to go. In the semifinals, Archer Heelan of Kearney wins by a pin in 206 over Adrian Bice of Columbus. He will take on Brandon Bostert in the Parade of Champions in the championship tonight here that gets underway at 7 o'clock. Also, Blake Cushing, the defending champ from Grand Island, a 7-3 win over Case Jurgens of Lincoln East. He will get undefeated senior Connor Kanopic of Millard South. At 145 pounds tonight, it's a Tri-Cities battle. Brody Aarons of Grand Island, a 454 pin over Jacob Licking of Norfolk. And Bo Hostler upsets Tyler Antoniak of Millard South in sudden victory. He wins it by a score of 3-1. So far, the only loss in the semis. Colby Lucas-Savage, who had a 4-0 lead from Grand Island, falls to undefeated Josh Licking of Norfolk by a score of 6-4. to four. We got some noise down there, Colin. What's going on? Yeah, we got a big one down here in Class A on over on Matt 2 with Blaze Stanley and Cole Price. Stanley at Columbus and Price at Papillion La Vista. Both really good wrestlers. Both going to wrestle in college. Uh, Stanley's headed to Fort Hayes State. And, and a, a little bit of flavor here from Columbus is, is Adam Keysweater, the head coach there, former UNK wrestler, coaching his nephew, Blaze Stanley, in the semifinals. I'll give you a little bit to go to overtime. So the restart here to get us to overtime. Again, uh, Dario Rodriguez is on deck on mat number one for Carney High. 
He will be taking on Johnson of Papillion La Vista. And we're still a little bit away from getting to the semifinals for Calavione. He's in the hole on Matt, too. And that's where they are in overtime, so he's not all that far away. We might have a takedown here in overtime. Still haven't awarded it, and there it is. And Columbus will fall. Cole Price will get the takedown for Papillion La Vista and stay undefeated and win it by a score of 7-5. to five. Great match down there. Looks no, like... Stan, Stanley got the takedown oh, pardon there. Me. Pardon me, I'm looking at the wrong chair. Yes, Columbus gets the win. Well, kind kind of hard to tell from up here. Both schools are our coaches are in maroon this morning, so and have bald heads. Yeah, and, and, and have bald heads. <laughs> that mask didn't help us out, but they are going to give Blaze Stanley of Columbus the win over Price, who suffers his first loss of the year. Always tough. We had a couple of those yesterday. Levi Kerner from Arapahoe got beat in the quarterfinals. Number one, Colby Larson. From Ansley Litchfield got beat in the quarterfinals. He wasn't undefeated, but uh, he got beat. Uh, as we wait for our next matches coming up here, uh, Colin, uh, what about some of the storylines when we get to this afternoon in D? You know, there, there's some good matches coming up in D this afternoon. Uh, at, at 106 pounds, you got Eli Lanham of Plainview, who's, who's looking to become a two-time state champ for Plainview, and, and Plainview's in the team race. Uh, 113, you got Jacob Fox, the area area kid from Axtell there. Got a big win in the quarterfinals against an, an, another area kid in, in Jackson Smith from Elm Creek. At, at 120, you know, we, we'll have uh, a really good-looking sophomore from Sandhills Valley, Dayton Guype, who, who started out at North Platte High last year at, and ended up transferring to Sandhills Sand Valley at, at Christmas time. And, and Kind of one of those things. If you're North Platte High, you're looking at, and, he, and he's sitting in the semifinals in D, and and you're in a team race in Class A that, and a, and a kid that probably could help you there. You know, and the 195 pound semifinals are are going to be great in Class D as well. What's so, the, what's your thoughts on uh, Chase Pulaski from our area tonight? You know, he's got a shot. Uh, Reese Zuderverne's tough. He was he was a runner up last year. Pulaski was a runner up. Pulowski's looked better every week since he's came back, and I think he's finally got his gas tank underneath of him. He's getting his. I would. You've seen earlier this year at the Amherst Invite, who's real tough, and Bridger from Fullerton. So we could get an all area final there at at 182 and D as well. What'd you think about the match last night between uh, Belleville and uh, was it Kester from North Neely Oakdale? There was, it, it was a wild one. Drake Belleville is tough though. And, and hats off to that kid. He, he has battled his whole high school career with injuries and, 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 and I, I was, I was happy for coach Andrew Smith to get, to have him get in the semis and, and now has a pretty good shot to make the finals tonight. Well, Cole Haberman has just picked up a win over Connor Hoy of Millard South by pin in the first period in 155, so not a lot left that short time there. So Cole Haberman picks up the win uh, here at A195. Cade, of course, the heavyweight coming up uh, from Westside as well. 
Yeah, and here we go, Matt number one, Dario Rodriguez is getting ready to go for Carney, trying to make it a perfect morning for Carney here. Yeah, wow. Amazing. Amazing you for know, the Bearcats. And 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 Carney High has kind of gotta gotta be pretty happy here this morning. Last last year in the semifinal round, they kind of fell flat on their face. So to wrestle well here this morning, um, they might want to wrestle on Thursday morning in the semifinals every year from now on. They have slid up to fifth and actually passed North Platte in the team race right now. And this will be the final wrestler. And then here we go with uh, Dalen Calavione, the 21-4 and senior of the Islanders against Garrett Mosier, 15-2 and senior from uh, Fremont. And uh, for Grand Island, as we said, you know, you take a look at the guys that, uh, that they wrestled here today, and only one of them was from the Metro or, or – uh, or, or looking at, you know, Jurgens from Lincoln East. You had a lot of these. Like we said, four of them were from Norfolk. You get Fremont here. So they saw some different guys uh, that, that weren't down here from a Millard South or things like that. They stayed away from them. Ran into them earlier in the tournament. Back down here to uh, Rodriguez and Johnson. That first minute flew by. They kind of leaned on each other. Nothing happened. So it'll be scoreless going to the second. Rodriguez has chosen bottom, comes to his feet, looking to rip the hands, but he is returned to the mat there on a nice move by Johnson. I'm not, I'm not so sure. Carney High coaches jumped out of their corner right away, and, and I thought maybe there was locked hands there, but it was right at the assistant official who didn't signal anything, so they must not have been locked. But it definitely looked from up here that, that those hands were locked. And Rodriguez is able to slide out, so he gets the escape here in the second period. A minute and a half to go. One to nothing, Rodriguez. Over to Calavione. They're continuing the battle. And we do have a takedown here for Garrett Mosier. Yeah, and, and I, Ty Swarm just went to the table. I think he's going to ask about this as as they kind of the, – the two coaches kind of talked about it a little bit. And, and if they were locked, I'm not sure how the assistant official misses that because well, it was right at it. Yeah, the officials are talking about it. So we have a little delay in the match here which would be a big point for Rodriguez. Of course, every point's big, but once you get up here, what could be a 1-1 type of situation actually makes somebody get aggressive if they're 2-0. This is a long discussion. They might award this. Yeah. And I'm not sure if if they can at this point because I think if they would have rewarded it, they would have to put Dario back down because he was returned back to the mat after that locked hands would have occurred. So so a good no call there, I think, by the officials. So that's what they'll go with. Back over here to Calavione. They end the first period with Mosier of Fremont up by a score of 2 to nothing, and Mosier will choose bottom to start the second period. In Grand Island. Trying to get three in the finals. Kind of thought maybe they would. There's an escape. So that'll make it 3 nothing, Mosier with most of the second period still to go. We are getting close to rotating around, and we will get into our medal round matches. Now back over here, there's a takedown. Rodriguez is taken down. So it's 2-1 to one now in favor of Caden Johnson with about 40 seconds to go here, and he's trying to get him turned on the edge of the mat. And North Platte picks up another finalist here at 182 pounds as Gavin Brower survives against a really tough freshman. 
Brower now 56-1. and one. North Platte got a lot of matches in this year. You know what? For, for all that we thought at the beginning of the year, there's a lot of guys with 50 wins this year. There is also not a team in the state of Nebraska that put miles on their school vehicles more than North Platte. It seemed like North Platte was in Omaha every other week or every other day rustling somebody down here. So North Platte found the matches this year. Well, congrats to Coach Hall and the crew for getting it done. And Rodriguez is able to get the escape. So it's 2-2 as the period comes to an end. Rodriguez and Johnson, but it'll be Johnson's choice. Rodriguez got the escape to start the period. Johnson took him down. Rodriguez got another escape. So it's 2-2. We go to the third in the consolation at 2-20. And here, Calamione has cradled up Mosier. He gets the takedown, and did he get some yeah, near fall? Yeah, yeah he, he did. Got, he got two near fall. So four to three as Mosher tries to work on a reversal here or at least get the one. He should get his. He can get his one if he pops his head out, but he's got the leg. He's still trying to get a reversal. Four three, Calavion, 30 seconds to go, second period. Yeah, and if you're, if you're Dalen here, you, you just kind of maybe hang on and, and, yeah, work for the stalemate because you're still exactly in control. That's exactly what we'll get, yeah. 23 seconds to go there. Back over to Rodriguez. He's been able to ride Johnson here for the first 30 seconds of this third period. Tied 2-2. Trying to work high. I don't know if he's got enough there to turn him. No, he gets back to his base, so he's going to switch and go other side, but still not enough there. North Platte got another one. There is Genitone. He has picked up a win by pin over front of Lincoln Southeast. So North Platte Stacking up some points. They're going to move to second with that win. Calavion riding him out now to end the second period. And Dalen will be up 4-3 to three over Garrett Moser with his choice here in the third. And he walks right to the center where he is going to go down. Yeah, and Moser, Moser looks like maybe he's going to take injury time here. That's the case. And we come back over to the consolation. Rodriguez continuing to work, he's trying got, to get a turn. He's got back points here. He has turned Johnson to take the lead with 40 seconds to go in the match. He got a five count, didn't he? That's three, yeah, or did he get the yeah, two? Yeah, it looks, it looks like three near falls going up on the board. Sometimes the new glasses fail from the sixth level here at CHI Center. And Rodriguez can't pin. Johnson is able to flatten out, but there's not much time. 20 seconds to go. Rodriguez able to turn him from top here in the third period. And Dario Rodriguez is going to be 36-6 and and wrestling for medals here in just a little bit as he defeats Caden Johnson by a score of 5-2. to And Carney goes 5-0 and this morning, Colin. Yeah, good, a good morning for Carney High. And they're climbing back into that top five in the team race with that win. Dalen is... Still an injury time over here. He is not the injured wrestler. It's Mosier of Fremont taking the injury time. He's used a minute and a half. He's just kind of standing there with his hands on his hips talking to the trainer. Which is kind of surprising for Dalen because it seems like his his, uh, wrestling career has been full of injuries. So to see him not be the injured wrestler (laughs) is really good here. Well, they cut the injury time with about 15 seconds. So we get ready to go here. In the third period, and Mosher just says, let's wrestle on our feet. Not even going to mess around. Says, we're going to start here and give Calavion the the uh, escape. And then right off the whistle, Dalen 
in on the shot and gets the takedown. If he pops his head out, he's trying to set up a cradle and get more than a takedown here. Boy, it didn't appear Moser was ready to go. Yeah, and, and is Moser running out of a little bit of gas here? I think and, he is. And, he is slow on the restart. And, and the injury the injury is catching up with him here. And now the officials are having a discussion. I don't know what we're talking about here. Trying to get him back to the center. Minute 45 to go in the match. Dalen is now up 7-0. He was down 3-0 midway through that second period, but now he is in total control of Garrett Mosier of Fremont. Mosier, I suppose at this point, Colin, you've you got to find a way to muster one, one chance, one burst of energy if he's hurt like it looks like he is. Yeah, and as you see him kind of reach back here for a headlock, and, and Dalen does a nice job of just setting him back right to his hip and, and staying in control here. Still a minute 20 to go in the match. Calavion is up 7-3, to three, trying to give the Islanders their third state semifinalist. Be interested to see how this team race is setting when this round is all said and done. We are just about done with this semifinal and third round wrestle back, and they will get into the medals. We have a stall call here on Dalen. That's his first 58 seconds to go, so they'll restart. Yeah, and it, it kind of seems like that this semifinal round is, is really flown by, and, and probably for the mere fact that that uh, in a normal year we're, we're wrestling the semifinals on one mat and the Constellation semifinals on another mat to where this year we're, we're wrestling four matches in a weight class at a time, which is all we got left today. So we get back to the restart here. There is an escape for Mosier. So it's 7-4, to four. tries to take a shot, not a good one, and Dalen's able to just circle around and get the takedown. That kind of should tell you all you need to know right there, Colin. Yeah, and, and this is a win. I, I'm happy to see this for Dalen because he's, he's had a kind of a tough high school career and a tough last two years. And so to see him make the state finals, you know, it, it is, a, is a really good thing. First medal. Up 9-4, 20 seconds to go. Center of the mat, in control. Just needs to ride Mosier out safely here. Works from one ankle to the other ankle. Now just kind of leaning on him. He does have a stall. I suppose they could ding him again, but it, and they will. Yep. They do, but it's not going to matter. 9-5, to five, eight, six seconds to go. And Mosier will drop down into the wrestle background. You know, and, and kind of to tell you a, a little bit about how fast this round is running this morning. We're already wrestling 113-pound Constellation semifinal matches over here where where uh, Vice, the, the kid that wrestled, or got that healing beat, just got beat and, and is going to wrestle for fifth and sixth. And there's the final. Caleb Ione wins it 9-5. to five. We're going to take a break. As we said, we would be live with you until our wrestlers were done, so we'll take a break recap it, and uh, stay with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. 
This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. And welcome back. Uh, winding down some heavyweights uh, to get going out there. Fun to watch Kate Haberman. Yeah, he's tough. And, and you know, it's Haberman's a kid. He's going to go play college football at Northern Illinois. And, and wrestling and big guys in football go hand in hand. So to see him dominate on the mat, being a good football player is no surprise. You know, we've seen it over the past few years here um, in the, in the state of Nebraska. You know, we just had Shaquille Barrett play in the Super Bowl that that wrestled at Boys Town, and and he was about the same age as me in high school. So I got to see him up uh, close and personal, and <laughs> and he looks like a different animal. You know, and then you got Andy Janovich, the Gretna wrestler that that plays fullback for the Cleveland Browns, and he's kind of a different cat himself and Harrison Phillips you know Millard South heavyweight who was a three-time champ that that uh is playing in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills so so football and wrestling for big guys kind of go hand in hand and Cade's out there right now against Nolan Olofsson of Millard South and then you take a look over here Juan Pedro's about ready to get a pin over Campbell of Papilla La Vista this is these uh consolation semifinals you win you wrestle for third and fourth you lose fifth and sixth Boy, he's got him locked up pretty good here. Pedro on a mission after being beaten by Archer Heelan yesterday. And there and, it is. Yeah. And, and and there we go. I, I, I alluded to it earlier when we were talking about it. At 113, both wrestlers that were in the semifinals are wrestling for fifth and sixth place. It's, it's hard to come back. Pedro wins it in a 247. And we'll advance on for third and fourth. Again, a quick recap here. Uh, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I'll read the results. Colin will give us a little of his thoughts before we wrap it up here. Again, in the uh, Wrestlebacks, Juan Pedro won 5-3. Now he's a winner, 247. Ian Obermiller of Grand Island eliminated in 332. Roglio Ruiz, who will have a monster kid in the next round, uh, was kind of hurt, but he won 10-7. It'll be interested to see what his knee situation. He limped back off of the uh, floor here at CHI. So might be one of those situations where Ruiz just says, I'll take my sixth-place medal, which is hard. You wrestle all the way through to get your medal, and then um, – We've seen that before, so we'll find out later at 132 for Carney. They went 3-0. Gage Ferguson, career win number 150, wins at 10-0. Carter Abels wins by a pin in 201. Dario Rodriguez wins 5-0 in the semifinals. Carney got them both into the Parade of Champions. Archer Heelan wins by a pin in 206. He'll take on Brandon Bostard of Lincoln East, who they're very familiar with. And then the surprise of the morning, Bo Hostler of the Bearcats wins in sudden victory 2-3-1 over Tyler 
Antoniak of Millard South, who's now 22-2. Hostler will get Brody Aarons of Grand Island, who pinned Jacob Licking of Norfolk in 454. Joshua Licking, the senior who's undefeated, uh, came back from 4-0 down to beat Colby Lucas-Savage 6-4. Defending state champion Blake Cushing cruised to a 7-3 win over Chase Churgens of Lincoln East. Now he'll get undefeated Connor Kanopic, the top-ranked wrestler uh, from Millard South tonight. And as we just had for you, Dalen Calavion wins it 9-5 over Garrett Mosier of Fremont. And uh, Colin, just uh, your thoughts on what we saw this morning. Uh, we've seen a really good round for Carney High. I, th- I think head coach Ty Swarm's probably really happy with what they did this morning. Uh, Archer Heelan came out, wrestled a heck of a match. He's wrestled a great state tournament. Uh, he's looked probably the best that he's looked in two years down here in Omaha. They put a game plan together for Hostler. It worked. You know, uh, uh, you beat Antoniak, who's a nationally rated kid in the semifinals at the state of Nebraska. And, and that just kind of shows you where the state of Nebraska wrestling is going. Um, and so Carney had a really good morning. You know, Abel's picks up the pin there on the backside and, and as well as Ferguson and, and Dario Rodriguez comes back. And, and I think Carney High probably had the, about the state best state tournament they thought maybe they would probably have at this point. Grand Island had a really good morning as well. Pedro gets back in for third and fourth after getting beat for Helan or getting beat by Helan yesterday. And, and Aaron's makes the state finals and Cushy makes the finals and, and Dalen makes the state finals. Dalen's got a district final rematch, which was a heck of a, heck of a match at the district finals with a kid that is also a 195 pounder bumped up to 220. So, so Dalen's got a shot to win it. And, and I'm happy to see that for him. Here are your team scores as we stand, wrapping up the last couple heavyweights and already deep into the uh, third through sixth place matches. Millard South, 176.5. Grand Island is in second with 112.5. North Platte third at 106. Norfolk, 97.5. Kearney has 89.5, and they are setting in sixth place as we uh, continue to wrestle, and they'll wrestle it out here. And then at 1 o'clock, we'll be back with you to get Class D underway here on ESPN Radio. So, uh, Colin, thanks for the time. See yeah. you a little bit later. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, this was really fun this morning. I, I don't really get to come up here a lot during the state tournament and look at this view, but I kind of like it. Haven't seen a paper airplane yet either, so maybe by tonight we'll, we'll yeah, see Yeah, well, there's, there's not a lot of people in the <laughs> upper deck yet. So t- tonight when the Class D wild animals are here, that, that might be when, when we see it. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We will run a Doug and Daddy show, so, uh-oh. Did Cade Haberman just got beat? Yeah, he did. Cade Haberman, just as we're signing off, got beat? Yeah. Nolan Olofsson, who, this is kind of interesting. When Omaha shut down fall sports, transferred to Millard South. Wow. Haberman taken down in the final seconds. So there's a shocker. Millard South, one they didn't expect. Haberman, his first loss of the year. Man, tough one there for Cade. So we will have a Doug and Daddy show. Keep it here. Updates throughout the day. For now, from Omaha, I'm Doug Duda. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle. 
and contact the NSAA to get registered. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.